Welcome to the Hurtship Podcast. My name is Sitzke Kazimir, and in this podcast, I'll be exploring the power and, dare I say it, joy of middle management. Middle managers are best placed to see the reality of an organization and to create movement within it. I'll be sharing stories, practices, theory, and insights. The Hurtship Podcast is your weekly reminder to seize the opportunities of the power of the middle. In episode 8 and 9, when I spoke about autonomy, I mentioned that we people, and other mammals as well actually, are motivated by a combination of purpose, autonomy and mastery. And that I would get back to mastery. And this episode, episode 10, is about mastery. And as I was preparing for this episode, I was looking at, um, and I now know I'll have to reread, Mastery, the Key to Success and Long-Term Fulfillment by George Leonard. And rereading some of his first chapters I realise that mastery is not just relevant for anyone in whatever form of work, um, for middle managers and for your employees and those who you work for, but also was relevant to my podcast. And there's a reason that it comes now on episode 10. So when I started my podcast, as when you start anything that requires mastery and anything in life can require mastery. It was exciting. It was new. I was learning about it. I was learning how to record, how to design it, how to upload it. And I got really great feedbacks about what people were enjoying about the podcasts. And then I launched and there were quite a few listeners, maybe not hundreds, but still a relevant group of listeners. And then there was less feedback. And so I was coming on that part of the journey in mastery that is so important, a plateau. There's more to learn about podcasting. How do I make this podcast even better? How do I make it even more applicable for you? How do I attract even more people And yet, before I can take the next spurt, I need to learn to live with the plateau. And that's really one of the most important lessons around mastery that George Leonard gives in his book, which I can heartily recommend. And something that in our society and also in organisations is not always something that we appreciate. If we want to become masters at something, the only way to do so is by practicing it. In case of our work, it would be an almost daily practice for many of us. Well, not over the weekend, perhaps. And in that journey, we need to accept that much of that practice will simply be doing again and again what we've been doing before while we're on a plateau. We are learning every day what we may not notice we're learning every day. 
The journey of mastery is a learning spurt, followed by a little decrease of what we seem to have learned, followed by a plateau, which can be much longer than our learning spurt, followed by another learning spurt, a way down and another plateau. Even though in this whole journey, we are more and more mastering whatever it is we chose to master, the plateau is the place we find ourselves most. And that's not always something we appreciate. I'm thinking about performance reviews in organisations. We appreciate when people learn something. Do we appreciate everyone who's willing to stick with the plateau that ultimately will lead to another growth spurt and learning spurt? Do we appreciate that that work needs to be done too? And are we willing to start anew? Especially in this day and age, I see so many courses online, um, specifically now with COVID, that promise us results in very little time. Yet all the research shows that mastery takes years of practice. And we know this. In any hobbies we've done, usually we haven't learned something in a matter of months, let alone days or hours. It takes practice, it takes repetition, it takes failure, and it takes the willingness to love the plateau. And when we're middle managers, we're in a unique position to allow others to live on that plateau to help them to love the plateau, to see that it's the plateau that will get you to your next learning spurt. And to model that you too have those plateaus. Middle managers almost form a break in the organisation. When you come in to an organisation as a beginning uh, employee as a, at the start of your career, typically you'll be developing mastery in a subject, in a what, in specific content. And you may do that for a couple of years or you may do that for your entire career with its own learning spurts and plateaus of its own. And then when you move to a leadership position, if you become a manager of individual contributors, still you can rely a lot on the content knowledge you have typically. And of course, you need to learn a little bit about leadership. But the knowledge you have about what you did before will still serve you well. When you make the step to becoming a middle manager, in a way, you go on a new journey of mastery because now leadership and management become your craft. And so like a beginner, you need to practice again. And you may notice the growth spurts as well as the plateaus even more 
than you did when you were still going on the route that you'd started and so already had a lot more mastery. So how do we create organizations where we value mastery, where we value the plateaus, where we value that you can't have a gross birth every month, every week? Lifelong learning includes lifelong plateaus. Accepting that the fact that you can't see the growth yet doesn't mean there is no growth. I know this also very well as a horse rider. I was first put on a horse when I was three years old. I've learned a lot in the 47 years that I've been riding and still most of the time I'm on a plateau and it seems like that which I might want to be able to do is very far away and then all of a sudden there comes a horse or a period or a teacher that helps me get into that gross birth until I get to the next plateau. George Leonard describes three different types of behavior that take away from mastery. And I'll let you to read that for yourself. I'll put the link on my website, of course. But one of the three I'll describe because it really rung true for me. And that's the dabbler. It's the person who loves the growth spurts. It's the person who'll try anything new, get the new equipment and do a lot to get some growth, but then not achieving mastery quickly enough, we'll go on to the new thing. And I'll make an admission that in the past week, I've been thinking, maybe I need to refocus this podcast. Maybe it needs to be about something else. Because I'm on a plateau. And being on the plateau is hard. You still need to practice every week. I still need to make this podcast. Think about it. And it's not giving the same reward as when I launched it. So I recognized the dabbler in myself and I'm stepping back to go to the practice and stick with the plateau. So if you think about yourself and your work, what plateaus are you on at the moment? Which skills, abilities would you really like to improve? And you'd love a quick fix, but actually maybe what you need to do is admit that you're on a plateau and the plateau is worth it. And practicing every day will one day get you a gross birth. And think about those who work for you. How do you enable them to stay on that plateau? How do you encourage them? If you're having conversations with people right now around performance reviews, how do you celebrate the plateau for what it can bring rather than focus on the growth spirit, which is not yet there? 
What do you want to be a master at? And how do you create the practice that will get you there? And how do you love the plateaus you'll be living on? Thank you for listening to the Herchip podcast. As I close, I have three requests and a thank you. First of all, I hope this podcast may have inspired you to try some new things. When you do, I'd love to hear from you. You can send any feedback, questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes to podcast at herdship.com. That's herd, like a herd of horses, combined with the word ship. Secondly, if you enjoyed the podcast, please press the subscribe button so that further installments will show up automatically in your feed and you can tune in weekly. My third and final request is that if you liked it, please share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it too. As a thank you, you will find any resources, such as links to articles or books I have mentioned, and practices from this episode on herchip.com slash podcast.